Yeah, so uh, we're going to speak in the next few minutes or so to uh, Loazim Zobe. But uh, before we speak uh, to uh, Loazim Zobe, the Liberation Struggle War Veterans National Coordinator, because, uh, yeah, interesting developments there. And I did ask as we kick-started our chats uh, uh, this uh, evening, uh, just a sense from yourselves. I mean, and uh, we're hearing... Tabang Mahuma saying on Twitter, uh, it's a matter between uh, taxi drivers, minibus taxi drivers, versus those who are operating ride-hailing uh, businesses. And uh, Tyson sharing a, a video with us there uh, and uh, suggesting that uh, it's a Somalian uh, e- ride, well, ride-hailing uh, operators versus minibus taxi operators. This uh, due to a car accident between a taxi driver and a Somalian driver where a fight broke out. And the taxi drivers then uh, subsequently burnt uh, the uh, Somalian uh, um, uh, 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 taxi driver's vehicle. Now, uh, we've also seen quite a bit shared, I guess, on social media. I've seen a, a video, some visuals uh, of, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, some of the minibus taxis being burnt. I've seen some visuals of the two groupings uh, sort of charging and getting ready. I've seen, uh, uh, yeah, Kimmy Cool sharing, uh, Kim Daniels sharing a uh, video there uh, of uh, the latest that uh, was happening, uh, you know, out in uh, Corston area, out in Kabecha. And uh, Kim Daniels, of course, is a reporter with us here at the Public Broadcaster, award-winning journalist. And uh, yeah, might be worth, I guess, uh, checking in uh, over the next while with uh, Kim just to get a sense of uh, what is unfolding out in Kabecha. And uh, yeah, I guess the broader implications of this, uh, because uh, as we often say, uh, yeah, we don't celebrate in Nabano, Zabando Bay, too, and Naba, Gogzalo, Bazalo, and Gapa, and Somalia, because Gama Africa now allow, and uh, we must be able, uh, yeah, to uh, make sense and take stock of what has happened here. But I must say, yeah, I'm, I'm still quite thin on the facts. So uh, we'll be heavily reliant on yourselves uh, as the people that are quite close to this particular story or people, Abashala. Uh, uh, and uh, we'll uh, look forward to hear some of your thoughts on that but uh, yeah after this brief break we'll check in with uh, Loazim Zobe Liberation Struggle War Veterans National Coordinator and they're going to be telling us all about their action outside of Luturi House of only 2.2 million in reparations for participating in the liberation struggle yeah, 18 minutes it is now before 8pm and uh, let's uh, stay in Kabecha just for a second before we head out uh, to Lutuli House uh, to uh, speak uh, to Loazim Zobe and uh, Loazim Zobe coming from the Liberation Struggle War Veterans where he's a national coordinator. Going to talk to them shortly about uh, their request or demand here for 2.2 million rand in reparations for each of their members, uh, members of APLA, Mkondowe Sizwe and the Azanian uh, National Liberation Army, Azanla. But uh, before we go there, now uh, I'm talking about that matter in Kabecha, and it seems just as we talk about this, um, significant you know, amounts of video coming through on my timeline, and uh, we'll uh, certainly take a look at some of that. But a statement has come through from the police service, uh, and uh, yeah, signed under the hand of Colonel Priscilla Naidu, and uh, it's talking about a motor vehicle accident between a taxi and an Audi in Durban Road in Corston this afternoon. Uh, which ended in taxis and cars being burnt and damaged. Now, it's alleged around 2 p.m. this afternoon, uh, a collision occurred uh, between the above-mentioned vehicles, and it's alleged that the driver of the taxi uh, disembarked, started to assault the driver of the Audi, and then businessmen in the area 
immediately came out uh, to assist the Audi driver and uh, the driver got into his vehicle, drove further up the road where his vehicle stalled and a group of taxi drivers attacked him, set the vehicle alight and uh, retaliation between the businessman and the taxi drivers ensued and a total of eight taxis have been set alight, two taxis have been damaged and a civilian vehicle has also been set alight and all of the taxis uh, that have been set alight were stationary at the rank. Uh, we understand, out in Coston, and no one has sustained any injuries, but the situation remains tense, and the police are on high alert. And, uh, yeah, do let us know some of your thoughts on that. Send us your voice notes on 079-191-4270. But let's shift our attention to Lutuli House, uh, where uh, veterans of um, Kondowesis, where the Azanian People's Liberation Army and the Azanian National Liberation Army uh, are out demanding 2.2 million rand in reparations for each member who participated in the liberation struggle. And they organized under the auspices of LSWV, Liberation Struggle War Veterans, and the national coordinator of the LSWV, Loazim Zobe, joins me now on the line. Loazim, good evening and welcome. Good evening, how are you? Spili Thank you very much. Uh, maybe just give us some brief context, uh, I guess, to uh, um, you know uh, the organizing activities around the banner of LSWV, because we do understand, certainly from reports that came out uh, around this time last year or towards the tail end of last year, that you had already had an audience with the president and uh, our undertaking was given to create a task team uh, to meet some of your demands. So let's start there before we get, I guess, to the more recent demand of 2.2 million in reparations. Okay, thank you very much uh, uh, to, to give me this opportunity. And also, I'd like to greet all your viewers. Uh, uh, the Liberation Struggle Veteran uh, is just a, a new baby that is just had from the difficulties that the Liberation Struggle Veteran that they were facing. Uh, usually for for a period of 27 years we've been suffering but each and every formation was trying to fight for that exactly of of coming out to the poverty as a formation but as we see what is nothing happening in our life in terms of, in terms of changing our lives as we as a liberation government we decided that it's, it's true time now that we need to be together and 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 also integrate ourselves because the government failed to integrate these three formations and we decided that we in order to do or to push whatever applied of the liberation government we need to be united as all the liberation veterans that we're fighting for this country and after that we decided to go to march to the union building to meet a president so that the president will address these issues because it's not a new issue it's mm. a new issue of the 27 years by last year, but to this year is 27 years. Living in poverty, uh, living destitute, living in sharks, living under the bridge. Others, comrades, have been arrested, saving long years of uh, imprisonment. So we decided that no, you know, guys, in order to solve this problem that we have, we do not need to fight uh, separately. We, we have to be combined so that when we go and speak with the government, we speak with one voice. So that's how the Liberation of Veterans are created. Mm. And we marched to Union Building on the 10th of November 2020. And good enough, the president gave us the audience. We spoke with him and he agreed with all the grievances that we have. And he says that he wants to solve all the problems of the Liberation of Veterans. 
And also he tell us that, guys, as you, as you inform me before you come here at Union Building, I've already uh, 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 created a team that I think that will be a good team to deal with all the issues that are attached to the Liberty Fighting Veteran. Those teams that uh, is shared by the Deputy President mm. and the a Minister and the President, the Minister of Defence, the Deputy Minister of, the, uh, of Defence, and also other director generals of the department and premier uh, and all premiers uh, are part of the president team mm. and 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 before we go to meet the presidential team we ask the president that we we request him to ensure that when he send us to the presidential team he must give all the powers because he does not want when we sit with them discussing our issues and say no guys i can't take this decision mm. uh, I, I need to go and consult if he can give the, if if we say that we must go to people that will need to consult, we must not, we won't even go there because we need people that will take decision on the spot. And he promised us that he will give the deputy president and the team all the power to make decisions. We agree with him, and we went to meet the presidential team that led by deputy president on the 11th of of, of November 2020, and we submit our memorandum. And we signed the memorandum, and now we have to find the solution of the memorandum because it was not a a, 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 a memorandum or a match that is the same like all other matches because we want solutions as, as quickly as possible. So uh, the big president requested us that we must give him 14 days uh, to go and see with how we can come up with a report. So on the 25th of November, we came and take the report, but the report was... Uh, non-void report of which it does not say any, anything that was in on, on our memorandum. But what we found out is that it was just a copy and paste of the of the things that are in the internet, not things that the, the department are doing or the government are doing on the ground. So the president is, he, he, he asked us to say, guys, what do you want? We mm. explain to him that's what we want. So he said, okay, guys, I will appoint ministers and DGs to go and, 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 and answer this memorandum that must be satisfied to you as a military veteran. We went and sit for the whole month, the month and the week, to compare the, the document that come out in the end of the day, the consensus document. And that consensus document, the president, it came on the 22nd of December to endorse that document that all what we agree needs to be implemented as quick as possible. But there were other issues that were outstanding for the ones of gratuity and also a lifetime pension. It says that these two issues need by January, early January, to meet the Pacific War veteran, uh, also the presidential team, and, and the uh, Minister of Finance and the Treasurer's Office, mm. so that we can find the way and the solution of this matter. Because even the president understands and he knows that the, the ones of gratuity or the reparation but it's a true thing that we need to, to receive it because it is a shame that even after 27 years, we're still talking about the reparation because the reparation usually we receive as we enter to a country when we come back from the, from wherever where we were in. Mm, mm. Okay, Babum Zobe, I send us so. Hold the line there for me for a second. Uh, we're going to take a quick spot break. But when we come back, I want us to unpack two things. The one is, I guess, some of the challenges you're faced with 
in accessing yeah. some of the support that uh, already sits within the Department of Military Veterans. This could be yeah. anything from access to health care, housing, housing benefits, burial support, subsidized transport, and many of the other things that we see uh, in the regulations that were issued in 2014. Uh, yeah. And then I also want us to talk about this idea of reparations. Um, yeah. And also, I guess, uh, the figure that uh, you've put out as well and uh, what's happening and the latest with your action as well. And we'll continue after this. Seven minutes it is before 8 p.m. Uh, you tuned into Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. It's our headlines. This evening, we take a look at uh, the latest coming out of the Liberation Struggle War Veterans, uh, which is a grouping here of uh, MK, APLA and AZANLA. Uh, military veterans and I'm um, speaking to the national coordinator Lwazim Zobe uh, who's painting a picture for us of uh, some of the issues at stake here and Bablozi, uh, before we went to the break I did indicate there's maybe two areas that I want us to touch on I think the first one is just the experiences of some of the people who have organized themselves under the auspices of uh, the organization you've set up of the benefits uh, uh, that are made provision for uh, in the, uh, I think it's Section 24 of the Military Veterans Act of 2011, uh, which include social relief of distress, counseling and treatment, facilitation of employment, placement or even business opportunities, subsidized public transport, health care, housing benefit, burial support, um, and even in some cases, I guess, uh, assistance in the education of some of the children of the veterans. Uh, what seems now to be the issue? I mean, this does sound, certainly to somebody who might not be familiar with what's happening here, to be a very generous package of benefits. Yes, uh, uh, thanks very much to unpack uh, the, the the services that we're supposed to receive uh, to the to, to, to DMV. But the challenges that we have is that all these benefits that we are counting it, we does not receive it. I receive quite a few. And we does not know how it happened. It, it happened to be the few people that they're receiving it. So the, by receiving, receiving by the few, it says that a large number of the liberated are living in poverty. Mm. And and also, we can go and fill the form to say we want the, the, the Department of Military Veterans to, to, to educate your children. Even now, there are children which they already finished four years in, in school without get paid. But in the last five, in the past five years, they've been paid. But as, as the years going forward, they've never been paid. And those children, others are kicking out of the school. Others, they have their mother and fathers. They become, uh, 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 they put them in 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 whatever uh, administration and so on and so on because they never paid the, the school fees. And others, they ended up losing their house because they owing a lot of money. Mm. Of which it was not supposed to happen. Secondly, when we're talking about the medical aid of the Liberation Corps veteran, it's just a shame that us we receive the medical aid as as Uluazi, but Uluazi can't take his children to the to 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 to, to any doctor because the medical aid is just located to Uluazi. But when we go and look the former. Uh, apartheid regimes that were killing us during the struggle. Then they, they, they have the access of taking all his family with the same medical aid that I have, which means there's a double standard, of which that double standard is continuingly because when we're in exile, we never get paid. But the oppressors, they will get paid, get bonuses and everything. But today, when we go to DMV, you'll find that we put in the same port with them. Mm. That's why we're saying us, we does not want to be called 
non statutory force. We want to be called liberation struggle of veterans because it's us that we're fighting for this country. We need to be different than the oppressors or people that we're fighting for us, not to be not to able to fight for the people of South Africa to be free. That's the challenges that we face as a non statutory force, as a name that the government uses, mm. of which us as a liberation struggle of veterans does not like that name. Because if you can define non statutory force, say that we are something that does not exist. When we go to the oppressors that were killing us, they called statutory force, a force that are existed, that are known by the state. Mm. So, uh, are things that are mistakes that are happening during the negotiation, going mm. forward it, 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 to, to, the, to this level of time right now, and they're still hunting us, and they, we die each and every But the question might be, Babum Zob, when those negotiations were happening? Because I think that what you're suggesting is that you're being treated as if you are some peripheral militia when you played a very important role, uh, as you say, in the liberation of this country. Um, one might ask, I mean, where many of whom, I guess, you know, uh, uh, would have uh, been party to those discussions, you know, during the negotiations, and some of whom, you know, were involved in successive administrations that have followed since. No, my brother, if I can tell you the truth, that will shock the, the South African people, is that, Unfortunately, lucky enough, me, I came back in South Africa from exile after election, after inauguration of the new president, which, which was President Mandela, mm. uh, which means the negotiation started while I was in exile. They never consult to us because we can't go and negotiate for me whereby we do not know what me I want. So they, they negotiate for themselves, for their political power, and neglect the people that they made that platform to be able to negotiate. Because if Mkondoises was not existing, Abla was not existing, Azan was not existing, they will know ever that the, the National Party will, will want to go to the negotiation with any party that is say that is fighting for the Democrats. But in the end of the day, they never fight in the good faith of the of the military of the military wing. They 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 negotiated in the good faith of themselves as a politician. That's why even today we're living in this situation that we're living on, on it. Baba, the other issue of Enfuna is this issue of reparations. You've raised yes. the amount of 2.2 million rand. Maybe just for the purposes of some of us who are a bit younger who might not understand what reparations are, because I think you raise an important issue. There was scope, okay. there was scope for reparations even after the TRC and even, uh, I guess, the claims you are making are on your participation in the struggle, which is uh, you know deserving of reparations, as you say. What are reparations? And then I think uh, the second thing, how, how do we get to that 2.2 million? Let me correct you. We never uh, demanded our once of gratuity 2.2. We demanded our, uh, our once gratuity for uh, 4.2 million. 4.2, not 2.2. Yes, 4.2 okay. million. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 reparation is, is, is a broad word that's uh, uh, done by any government or any uh, uh, done in any uh, uh, military formation after finishing or after getting the democracy or freedom in their country. As we go back to their country, we've been away in your country for many years. Maybe your house has been destroyed or your family house has been destroyed. Mm. That's one of graduates we, we, we received from the United Nations in order to go and start a new life. And the government will come and assist in the, in the same port of, 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 of reparation by land, by education, by medical aid, 
by a scheme of financial institution whereby any military veteran or liberal veteran when he wants to start a business can go to any to that financial institution and and be able to be funded and also be able to be monitored and, mm. and mentored in whatever business you want to undertake. And also include even a transportation whereby we rat we could have a free transportation of the government subsidy. So that is one of gratuity. If, if, even a land, we need to have a land. It's part of one of gratuity. So if you can ask, uh, ask me to say, where does it coming from, one of gratuity? We can go. You can go and do your own research and found that the soldiers that they went to fight in the Second World That's War true. of yeah. South Africa, they received their reparation. That's true. Even but after the Anglo-Boer War, you're right. Yeah. That's yeah. After true. the Second World War, they received the, 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 the reparation, but the reparation was oppressed because the, the black people were giving bicycles. The, the the white people they were giving ones of gratuity. They gave them a, a, a land. They give them a, a, a financial institution where they can go and access fi- funding for businesses. They even have the money to uh, that they receive each and every month to go and buy the clothes for for, for the veteran and his whole family. They also have a job job placement in government department, not to be a junior staff in the senior position. They receive that, and and why into us we does not receive that. That's the challenge that I always ask ourselves because now we're talking about 27 years. Yes, we've been having commanders that have been commanding us after coming back to South Africa, but they never go over the mile or beyond the mile or beyond the distance to reach this distance that we're talking about right now. And the uh, ones of gratuity is a, is a life saving of all the liberation of veterans because immediately we can get that ones of gratuity and the, and the reparation. We won't find any military veteran or political veteran on the streets and going and say, uh, I want a job. I can't go and want a job where I got the land because I, I need to go and work in my land. The land will create the money for me because we never fight for poverty. We fight for a living a, 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 a good life. Mm. Like any other people that are living in South Africa, sure, those sure. that are living in a good life. That's what we're fighting for. Baba, then maybe I guess talk, talk to me about the action. Uh, that has been happening over the last few days or so. I mean, we saw reports yesterday, the ANC speaking about a security breach, um, and uh, you guys have been camped out of there uh, for the last few days or so. What is the latest from that action? Have you had an audience with uh, uh, the African National Congress? And uh, I guess the the other question might be, what are some of the next steps that will follow this particular action as you try and get your 4.2 million per member? Yes, we, we received the audience from the African National Congress, but we never received the audience that we want to receive it. But lucky enough, uh, those guys that we meet, they managed to go and consult with the relevant people because our aim was to meet the president and his executive. Why are we doing that? It's because we want to ensure that the African National Congress, tomorrow, we won't say, we never know that we could challenge it because we never come to us and inform us as a leading as a leading party. That's why we go to him. And secondly, what makes us to go to the to, to the house? The president says to us on the 10th of of, of of November 2020, when we does not find a joy to the, in in the presidential team, you have to come back to me because everything is stuck to me. 
and it ends so that's why we decided to go to, to to the house to meet the president so that we can inform them that the presidential trust team and the presidential signature trust team they are abusing us they are undermining us the 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 the, the spirit of unit that we starting with in, in november and december they just uh, 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 broken it and they never inform us to say now we're changing the rules but we're just seeing whatever that we requested in order to continue with the program we does not get any information for instance uh, we when we started and formulated the document the process document we say that each and every work stream that will be created by the process document we need to be part of the, of the mm. waiting stream. But unfortunately, we we never been part of it, and we never, and there's a, a lot of other meetings that are outstanding. For instance, on the 22, the president says, in, when we talk about ones of gratuity, uh, uh, let's talk about veteran, we hear you, but uh, when I want you to continue engaging this matter, because I know that it's something that, it's something that needs to be done. But we need to find a solution in this. So by January, early January, we need the Barista Governor, President, Presidential Trust Team, uh, Ministry of Finance and Treasure. We need to come together and sit in the round table and find solutions to say how the government or how this money can be raised for us, the 4.2 million. That, until today, that mm. meeting never materialized. Sure, sure. And, 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 but we hear that. They continue this extreme engaging, and we does not know who is sharing those those extreme. And we does so, not. So you're not part. Support. You're not part of the discussions in the work stream that was set up specifically to deal with the issues you had raised. Yes. Yo, Babum Zob. We're going to yes. have to leave it. We're going to have to leave it here for this evening. But uh, I want to thank you uh, for taking time out to speak to us uh, this evening. And uh, yeah, we'll certainly try and follow up with the Department of Military Veterans and uh, reach out to yourselves again just to hear what the latest is uh, with regard to that task team. But thank you very much uh, for generously sharing your time tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, that there was Bablo uh, Zimzobe, uh, Liberation Struggle War Veterans National Coordinator, joining us for our headline segment.